0: Chapter 11 of The Leopard's Claw by George W. Ellis. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Oliver's interior trip. After mailing the letters to England, Oliver prepared to start upon his interior trip. Arriving at the government railway station, he saw to the shipping of his large amount of supplies and took the train with Eva, Lucretia, and Yanga on the first-class carriage and varney toby and fawn rode in the second-class compartment through the woodland scenery and native villages they rode for about two hundred miles until they reached the terminus at pendembu pendembu is a large african town of mud huts many of which are plastered with kaolin clay and polished to a smooth and glistening surface the houses are arranged almost in circular rows the centre of which is the court or open kitchen where the king holds audiences numerous palm trees surround the town and are enclosed by a heavily bordered forest king kendima was also the high caliph of the mohammedan faith in that section he was a tall imposing black man clean-faced and dressed in a long striped ulster robe of native manufacture under which was a white robe around his neck hung beads several rows of leopard's teeth and claws upon his feet were sandals by his side lay an elephant tail while behind him two boys in white robes fanned away the troublesome flies with palm leaf fans seated upon a stool in his kitchen court sat the king with others as he received he received oliver's party kindly after the exchange of gifts in the court and offered the hospitality of the village as he made efforts to secure carriers and interpreters according to the government's previous instructions after two days the party began their journey eva was carried in a hammock by four men yanga and Lucreta in another oliver with a long staff with a sharp pointed iron on the bottom walked between either at the side or behind as the road permitted he carried his coat across his arm while a rifle was strapped to his shoulders and two revolvers and cartridges belted around his waist he as well as eva wore a helmet while lucretia wore a bonnet Varney, toby and fawn carried light articles for immediate use and a gun strapped upon their shoulders while a caravan of forty men carried the camp and mining supplies strapped to their backs in king jars palm leaf constructed articles for bearing heavy loads upon the back and large packages upon their heads the party began their journey at seven o'clock as the sun began to shed its beams across the high mountain peak towering in the distance passing through the palm grove they penetrated the thick forest and disturbed the morning solitude of birds and monkeys which began loud chirping and chattering as they proceeded travelling through the forest with no adventure other than the shooting of a few wild pigeons woodchuck some game and an antelope which they ate in the afternoon in a temporary camp oliver had a little shock and was very much provoked when he saw fawn about to kill a monkey which held a baby monkey in her arms in an attitude of suppliance before her and in spite of which and oliver's warning fawn killed both monkeys and proceeded calmly in the midst of oliver's appreciation to prepare them for a meal that was oliver's first experience of the other side of american life emerging from the forest about five o'clock they heard the echo of the tom-tom or the distant hill sounding faintly and then louder as they approached the hillside upon the summit they entered a dark forest when the weird music burst forth in confusing and loud minor strains chapter eleven